community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. We are back at it, baby. Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. I'm Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. Getting chilly. Central Coast, mid-60s across town. Chance of showers today. Lows in places like the North County, just about freezing. Temps in the 40s and other spots, but man, it is getting cold at night. Winter on its way. I want to thank you in advance for rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast, wherever it is. Apple, Spotify. Just thank you so much for supporting, sharing it with a friend. It means so much. I see some international downloads here. We got a download or two in France, Australia, Italy, Brazil, Canada. We international, baby. Also, can you believe this? What the absolute heck? This podcast, its debut episode charted at number 36 on the Apple Podcast United States Daily News Charts. That's where you find like the daily and upfront. Or the NPR one, right? They're always right up on top. But we were above CNN Daily, Good Morning America, PBS NewsHour, up and at We did that. So I don't even know how to thank you. I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes. And like I said in my post about this yesterday, I want this place to be a reflection of what you want to hear. So let's do this together. And I was just so touched by seeing that very first episode go to number 36 on the charts of daily news. Pretty cool. Drew Ross wrote in after he heard my dad on the show yesterday that he wants to start a GoFundMe for me for a microwave. (laughs) Thank you very much. I love how he called me out. Yeah, because you don't have a microwave because that was was such a big thing when my dad was visiting for a few weeks. And there are some times I got to admit, there's a lot of good reasons not to have a microwave because you don't want to just always be reheating food. But there are some times where a microwave really makes sense. And to be honest, we're kind of in the market for one. I would love to find a really cool microwave, but GoFundMe, I'll take it. Thank you, Drew Ross. Also, Wade, listening in Kentucky to the Up and Adam podcast, said that there is a spoon bread fest there. We talked about spoon bread. I was talking to Rachel about how we made it for the first time. It's kind of like cornbready, but you do put a little sweet cream corn. You do put just regular kernel corn in there. You bake it all together. And Rachel was saying they have it all the time when she was growing up in Chicago and they just didn't call it spoon bread, but spoon bread. There is a spoon bread festival in Kentucky. And uh, I don't know. I think the spoon bread that lady I fancy made, that would probably, that would be a contender in the spoon bread festival in Kentucky. All right, what do we got going on today? We will talk our breaking and entering Christmas. We're narrowing down that time where we zero in on a family. So if you have a family that you want to nominate, literally now is the time. We're going to talk to Whitney Cheney. She's the farmer's market manager for Downtown Slow. Lots of fun, exciting things happening downtown. We'll get with her on that. And Robin Coleman. It has been a minute since we chatted with Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society. I am a big fan of the work that Woods does. Woods is the reason that our heart is so full in this home because of Georgie. I'm looking at him right now. 
Let's do some lo-fi headlines. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, a couple local stories. One, this in the true crime category. San Luis Obispo gym owner Cole Corrigan confessed to placing a camera in the bathroom of his fitness business, now facing a year in jail after pleading guilty to three charges yesterday. Initially accused of five crimes, the charges stemmed from a police search of Corrigan's home related to a hidden camera discovered in the restroom of CCC Fitness, Corrigan's 24-hour gym for females. Back in September, during the search, detectives found a ghost gun. That's a gun that's got no serial number. Ammunition, a misdemeanor amount of testosterone. Corrigan wasn't legally allowed to own a firearm because of some drug charges several years ago. The San Luis Obispo County District Attorney's Office charged him with three felony gun charges two misdemeanors using an instrument to view an area of privacy and possession of testosterone. Now, despite initially pleading not guilty in September, Corrigan admitted to hiding the camera in an exclusive interview with the Tribune on October 23rd. He claimed it was to catch a thief. That's the Pinocchio nose, right? Asserting that the footage was only accessible via a live stream and with no way to record it for later viewing. However, early November, the slow PD revealed that detectives found recordings of two individuals on his camera. Consequently, the charges against him were modified, adding a second misdemeanor privacy charge, alleging that he violated the privacy of two Jane Doe victims for sexual gratification. But in a recent development, Corrigan entered a guilty plea. Under a negotiated deal, the charges include felony possession of a firearm and two misdemeanor counts of using an instrument to record in an area of privacy for sexual gratification. As part of the agreement, he'll serve a year in jail, undergo two years of probation, and be subject to drug test searches of his electronics. It's worth noting California law does not classify Corrigan's crimes as violent, so with good behavior, he may serve around six months in jail. And this was one of those cases. First of all, Calcos News broke this, and it was wild the way it came out. Girl found the camera, called her husband, and they're like, what? What the, what? And then he had some cockamamie excuse as to why it was there, and it was just, oh, then we shouldn't call the cops. It's like, what are you talking about? Of course we're calling the cops. And then it all just snowballed from there. So thank goodness to this young woman, her husband, who were just like, "Uh uh-uh, not gonna happen here. And this is one of those cases where someone who is doing something nefarious, but has this vehicle that looks like it's noble. You know, here's my gym for women, but no, you're using it to creep on women. Like community is glad this guy's been caught. He'll serve his time and hopefully, hopefully turn his life around. Here's another story, it's local, and you know I got a love for radio, I loved radio ever since I was a kid, it's the reason I do this. There is a a small community radio station called The Rock in Morro Bay. Well, Mother Nature had its way with their antenna, blew it over. Now the good news is Hal Abrams, the founder, saved the antenna. It's still in good working condition, but now they need a new spot to put it. So they've been off the air since November 15th. Getting back on the air has got a price tag depending on where you put the antenna. It could be like 20, 25K, or you could find an an existing tower and that might keep it like five, six K. They're figuring out the details now. So they're taking donations. You can go to esterobayradio.org, E-S-T-E-R-O, bayradio.org, esterobayradio.org. Make a little donation and help uh, this uh, community radio station do their thing. Get that antenna back. Hey, talk to the Chumash and put it on top of that rock you got there. That makes a little bit of sense, huh? I don't know. Put on top of one of those three stacks. I don't know. Okay, this is a crazy story. This lady needs a texercist. Listen, a UK woman stuck in a five-year battle with her iPhone every day, like clockwork, an alarm 
disrupts her morning at 9.25 a.m. The catch? She never said it. This bizarre Groundhog Day scenario chronicled by a TikTok user, Angel Sophia, has even left Apple employees scratching their heads. In her viral video, she jokes, am I gonna die at 9.25 in the morning? Describing the glitch as a prediction of her death, she shares the saga of how this pesky alarm began out of the blue and has persisted through new iPhone purchases. So she will get a new iPhone, put her Apple ID in there. Maybe she needs to change her ID, I don't know. It's still going off 9.25 every day. Adding almost a supernatural twist, the alarm only rings when her phone is not on silent contrary to the norm to make matters even more odd, crazy, eerie. It chimes just once, defying the usual like snooze or stop. Despite upgrading to new devices, the glitch follows Sophia like a haunting. Transferring data to each new iPhone, she says my 925 alarm comes with it and it's the most stressful thing. Listen. Basically, I have an alarm that goes off every morning at 9.25 a.m. Without fail, every single morning. And I do not have an alarm set at 9.25, nor have I ever had an alarm set at 9.25 a.m. This alarm has transferred through phones. So every time I, because when you get a new iPhone, you can transfer your data over, because I don't want to start fresh. My alarm, my 9.25 alarm comes with it, and it's the most stressful thing. And I'm also convinced I'm going to die at 9.25 in the morning. Some point, it's like a prediction of my death. I told you she needs a texturism. A ghost in the machine? Is it a digital prank that Tim Cook's playing on? What is going on? Wish her the best. I want to keep up on this story, see what goes down. Finally, being less than a month away from the holidays, it means guests are coming into the picture. That means you making your annual sorry it's so messy speech. And they say, no, it's not. It's fine. But secretly, they are full on judging you. Let's break that pattern this year. There's a technique called the calendar method that can get your house clean by the holidays. Print out a calendar the next 30 days. On the first day, get rid of one piece of clutter in your house. Either throw it away, give it away, sell it. But it's got to be gone by the end of the day. And you cross that day off the calendar. Day two, get rid of two pieces. Day three, three, and so on. You'll start to get in the habit soon, and since you've got a predetermined number of things to get rid of every day, you'll be forced to pace yourself. By the end of the month, you will have gotten rid of almost 500 pieces of clutter, and that will make a huge difference in how clean your home is. Before we wrap up our lo-fi headlines, let's say thank you to McClintock's, the place to be since 1973, 50 years. McClintock's has been legendary. Heritage status, that steakhouse. In addition to their Shell Beach Steakhouse and Saloon, uh, the products like their McClintock's Recipe 15, it's their collab with Maker's Mark. Check them out for your holiday party and more. Go to McClintock's.com. Also, I am thrilled to welcome onto the podcast, the General Store, Paso Robles. The ladies of the General Store have been supporting me on the air for, oh my gosh, ever, for so long, for so long. In fact, during COVID, when advertising was, you know, they never stopped supporting. They're just about as local and as ride or die as it gets, these ladies, Jolie, Aaron, Jillian, thank you so much for jumping on board and supporting Up and Adam, the podcast. General Store Paso Robles, they offer local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, all the best for your pantry and home. The team at the General Store Paso can also help you pull together gift baskets for a sweetheart, a boss, anything you need to be like, you can even be like, hey, I want to spend 50 bucks on a gift basket and they will curate it for you. 
They specialize in this, helping people connect with dozens of local makers. That is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown Paso. Open daily from 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on weekends. Instagram at General Store Paso. Thank the ladies of the General Store Paso next time you're in for supporting local broadcasting and being up and at them. Up and Adams, Lo-Fi Headlines. All right, coming up, we're going to talk breaking and entering next. Now, Robin Coleman, she is from the Woods Humane Society. Always great to talk to you, Robin. I've missed you. Adam, I have missed talking to you, talking about our pets of the week, talking about what's going on at Woods, and just hearing your bubbly voice. Oh, that means so much. I have totally (laughs) missed you, too. It's great to have you on to chat Woods. What is going on of late? Oh my gosh, so much going on this time of year. So just a quick little reminder, Woods is services the whole county and we reach even further. So just a big reminder, follow us on social media. Obviously, if you're looking to add a family member into your home, consider adopting from a local shelter. The need is just so big. I have been at Woods almost 10 years, and I will just share that the need, I've never seen it like this. Unfortunately, post-pandemic, we are still feeling the uh, effects of so many programs not being offered for years. So when I tell you the need is great, it is great. We have to make tough decisions every single day. Who gets to come to Woods? Honestly, who's living or dying in shelters that are out of space and time? And we've shared a few stories this week. We recently got through Giving Tuesday. We're coming up into December where we definitely, this time of year, something about the weather being colder. And we just don't want those pets to have to sleep in a shelter. So we want people to open their hearts, open their home. If you can't adopt, you can make a monetary donation. If you can't make a monetary donation, maybe you can share a social media post. But please continue to follow us. I know you have some very excited listeners that are going to be joining you. I'm so proud and excited for your podcast. And I hopefully will be able to come on and talk tech still. Yeah, you know, you talked about how Woods Humane Society is, you know, throughout Slow County, but even beyond. And wow, well, now so are we. So I think it's a, it's a perfect match. No, it's awesome that people far and wide and people that love this area can, can listen to the good work that you guys do. Yeah, I would love to keep contact, you know, regularly talk about your pets of the week and what's going on with Woods. That would mean a lot to me. Yeah, you know, and Woods, I mean, Woods to me is the the special, and I'll say like it's one of a kind, but the truth is there is a local animal shelter for any listener out there. There is homeless pets that need people to help them. So whoever is listening, wherever they are, I know they have had a cat or a dog or a horse or some sort of companion animal in their life that has touched their life, who has brought them love and brought them joy and made them have a schedule and get up and go for walks and get up and feed them when times are tough. So I know wherever your listeners are listening, they have pets in their life that love them and they love their pets and they are homeless animals that need their help. So we'll continue to share stories and what's going on at shelters these days and obviously some of our sweet pets that are waiting for their forever home. WoodsHumaneSociety.org is the website. Why don't we catch up on Friday and do the Pet of the Week? Let's do it. I've missed you so much, and I can't wait to talk Pet of the Week with you. And how is Georgie? I miss getting my Georgie updates. <clears throat> Georgie is absolutely fantastic. He loves uh, seeing me work from home. He could just be on, <laughs> you know, right near you, all cuddled up in a little cinnamon roll. Yeah. He's just awesome. Like, we try and take him anywhere we can. He's the sweetest soul, and. It just means so much to us that he came from Woods. So he has just been, he's blessed our lives exponentially. 
And that's it's so great being part of this community and I get to be out and about. And almost every day I hear a story just like that, that, you know, hey, I wandered into woods one day and I ended up adopting like my best friend, my soulmate, my dog that got me through some rough times or my cat that curled up on my lap as I got through some health issues, whatever the story may be. And so I love that I got to be a, a witness to your story with Georgie and Woods. And we get to do that 3,000 times a year at Woods Humane Society. So tell Georgie I said hi, and I can't wait to give him some scratches soon. And um, thank you for listening to me talk about Woods. Of course, all the time. I'm glad you guys came out of Giving Tuesday and had a, you know, a great turnout. I know you had someone that matched all the donations. Super clutch. That's awesome. And then we will chat again on Friday about your pet of the week. Let's do it. Thanks a lot, Robin, for being up and Adam. Any day. Thanks so much to Robin Coleman, the Woods Humane Society, woodshumane.org. And looking forward to the end of the week to talk the pet of the week. All right, for our Community Uncorked segment, we have been talking about our breaking and entering Christmas. I'm thrilled that Dow Vineyards jumped on board to support the podcast, but also an aspect that is so important to me, and that is this Community Uncorked segment. We're talking about our breaking and entering Christmas. We are winding down the time where we're going to zero in on a family. So if you know of a family that is in need this Christmas, a family that Christmas isn't gonna happen for many reasons. Might be a loss, financial hardship, Uh, And some of the ones that are coming in, some of the family stories, man, you got to brace yourself. They will move you. Our goal is to uh, find a family that we can help based on the resources that we're seeing. So it does really help when you email saying, hey, I can do this. I can do that because then I can read what's going on with the families and see really match those resources that we're getting with the needs that we're seeing. Soon, by the end of this week, we will zero in on a family. We will let you know. We will change the names and ages of the kids to let this family maintain anonymity the whole time. Go to adamontiel.com, click on the Breaking and Entering Christmas tab. From there, you can not only nominate a family, scroll down further, you can let us know, hey, I got wrapping paper. I've seen a lot of people who are good at gift wrapping. I will take you up on that. I want to make a donation. Or, hey, uh, everyone in the office pulled five bucks, and you know we got you know 70 bucks we want to give you for the family. You let me know. We will do whatever we can to meet you, coordinate with you. It all means so much. And thanks to the folks who have helped get the word out, like KSBY News, uh, 95.3 The Beach. I was on the air with Jennifer Grant yesterday. I'll be on again next week. We were on uh, Wild 106 in The Grade and K-Pig. They've put this on all their radio stations, Diamonds Media, Central Coast, and it just means so much. And the response that we're getting, it shows. It really, really shows some of the biggest response that we've seen. So it's incredible. Definitely want to say thank you to United Staffing Associates for our Breaking and Entering Christmas. They have supported every year. They provide staffing, career resources, and offer expert help in services like HR consulting, safety training, recruiting, payroll, and more. If you're a job seeker, they can help you find the right job with the right employer. If you are an employer and you're looking for someone, maybe temporary work, Christmas work, they got you. Check out unitedwestaff.com. They can even help on your payroll. Go to unitedwestaff.com and thank you, David, Wendy, the whole team over there from United Staffing Associates for having such a heart for what we do here and for our breaking and entering Christmas. This Community Uncork segment, and it's going to be pretty much about breaking and entering until that wraps up in just a couple weeks. And then we're going to have the ability to bring in folks from all different kinds of nonprofits, folks who are really making a difference in their community, and Dow really wanted to be a part of it, so I thank them for supporting Up and Adam. 
for caring about this community. Check out the wines. Go to DowVineyards.com. You want to make a reservation, DowVineyards.com. All right, Whitney Cheney, let's bring her on the air. She is the Downtown Slow Farmers Market Manager, the apple of my downtown eye. It's good to talk to you. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I've missed hearing you say that. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was the best. It was just full of delicious food, good family. I only cooked a little bit. How do you know? I couldn't just fully abandon it, but... It was great. How was yours? That's a, it was fantastic. It was nice and quiet. It, it couldn't have been better. But what do you mean you only cooked a yeah. little bit? You're supposed to make 95 things all from scratch, <laughs> duh. That's what other people have their moment to shine. <laughs> I, made a be- I made a beautiful apple streusel pie, and I made Hawaiian roll biscuits, and they were just amazing. Would you made your own sweet Hawaiian rolls? Yes. Oh, my God. They were sucks. fantastic. Were they better than the little orange bag? No way. I mean, I think there's a certain novelty to the orange bag of Hawaiian rolls that you can't beat, but I would like to think they're better. Good for you. And then, <laughs> you, and then you did what, a pie? Is that what you said, a pie in the rolls? Yes, I did an apple pie, but it had this streusel on top instead of a pie crust, so it included like heat bar crumbles, and oh man, it just like next level of the apple pie. You take some pictures and put them on your food Insta? I haven't posted them yet, but I do have photos. All right, I've good. been a little behind on the social media game. All right, very good. So, um, tell, <laughs> how has uh, downtown life been? How are things going? Oh, they're good. Things are busy. Obviously, this week's a little busy for us with the holiday parade coming on Friday. Um, but yeah, it just feels really good downtown right now. There's a lot of people. The weekends have been beautiful. This weather is amazing. Uh, and of course, I'm sure you're aware, but we've gotten parking to come back. We've got the free bonus hour and the structures again, which is fantastic. Uh, so we're really stoked on that. We've got uh, actually something new with parking. is It's free during the holiday parade this year. And that's the first time they've ever done that. So you can actually park for free downtown during the parade. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I think it's cool yeah. that the city is really listening. People want to come downtown. They want it to be accessible. Look, we all want it to be accessible. And they're really, you know, doing some things that show that, hey, like, we, we don't, we want you to come downtown. So I think that's great news. Absolutely. And it's just, it's so fun. I don't know if you've seen Novo just renovated their entire front area. They have a yes. whole new bar. It's beautiful. So things are happening. It's really cool. I'm also looking forward to working with the city a little bit with the um, the perfect pairings later in the new year. Ooh, yeah, of course. You, you always got something cool going on. Yeah, so, so the, more, more to come on that, but I'm excited about that. So uh, parade on Friday, I'm definitely looking forward to it, being on my, my Kona, Osos and Monterey. Of course, it wouldn't it's be a parade be without you, my friend. <laughs> Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be roaming around? I am, so I'm part of the staging area, so I'm very much behind the scenes in the beginning, getting all of the floats, you know, we've got, I think we've got 87 floats lined up, so I will be, a section of those will be mine that I will make sure they get going in time, that all the kids are there, you know, because everyone goes and gets their hot cocoa and whatnot, and then once my section is cleared, then I become kind of a parade walker and get to wave at everyone and see it, and it's pretty cool, so I'm sure I'll see you, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little stop by and say hello. I'm very excited. Good for you. I can't wait to see you. Let's chat again tomorrow because we got Farmer's Market tomorrow. Oh my gosh, yes. We are back, baby. <laughs> Whitney Cheney, we'll talk to her tomorrow about Slow Farmer's Market. Whitney Cheney, thank you for being up and at them. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Whitney Cheney, we'll talk to you tomorrow as we get deep into Farmer's Market, which goes down tomorrow, Thursday, of course, Downtown Slow. And then Friday, looking forward to chatting with Maggie. She is the new events manager with Downtown Slow. We'll chat the holiday parade Friday. And I can't wait to be announcing once again on the corner of Osos and Monterey. Again, we'll get all to it towards the end of the week, but very much looking forward to it. Mark your calendar, Friday night, 
holiday party downtown slow. All right, wrapping up today. But first, we want to talk to Rachel Ponce. She was on Chopped last night. This was such a journey. This was, I mean, how, how many people get to do this? I know. There are so many questions I have because you had one. Like, I, I did a show one time where, like, it, it was like Hollywood Square. It was like nothing like this where you have to not say what happened and it doesn't air for three months and you have to hold this down. You don't want to get sued. How much were you just bursting with, like, because the way it happened was, like, we watched it in here with a crowd of your friends and loving people. Your mom was in here, your loving husband. And it was like, what? We looked at these dishes like your dish looked the best. I mean, I thought my dish looked really pretty and the others, I was like... No offense, because I love my contestants, but I was like, okay, okay, okay. But it's it's a four-hour process. Like I Watch the show. Watch the show, because you look at the dishes that they all presented, and you look at Rachel's dish, you're like, there's no way this can happen this way. And I told you there were a couple things that happened behind the scenes that I'm really interested to bring up. One is that you are completely allergic to seafood. So I am allergic. The ones who know me know that basket would put me... And I didn't have my EpiPen. You have one minute opening the box. And I went to the producers and I was like, I am allergic to this. What do I do? I do serve these dishes. I serve them. But I'm very protective. But when you're in a competition with four people. You're not thinking, grab the gloves. No. Or someone hands me garlic powder that has touched a shrimp and they yeah. hand it to me. And now I'm like, oh, okay. When you guys make your first dish, and I hope people go back and watch the episode. When you make that dish, you go back and talk to the other chefs in the green room. What was what were those conversations like? So my first thing I said was, I needed more fat in that dish. And I knew it. But it, in reality, you do. It's about a four-hour process until they taste that dish so that dish has been sitting in front of them and i'm the fourth chef so that dish set out that and you made like a you it was a booyah base and you turned it into like almost like you again you were outside the box you turned it into like a crab cake yeah and you, and they that sat for like two and a half hours before they even tried it exactly wow. and the crab cake that was the only thing i could think of you don't have to think like in my dishes, I think for days, and I'm making this dish. You don't have time to think. You make it. You, you got go, cameras you go. around you. It's nuts. <laughs> Lights. I want to smile. I'm going to lift my chin. I'm going to look pretty. <laughs> like, what do I do? And that's the first thing that came to mind. And you just have to go with it. Did you like collab with all the other chefs in the room after and like talk? What were those conversations like? So afterwards, the first thing I said was, I was like, I needed more fat in that. But then with that of like brought more binding agents to make it more dense you have no idea there's actually what were they all talking about the different dishes did they all have opinions on the different dishes yes Codent was so kind and i wish it showed it but he said he was like i cannot believe you did this in that 20 minute period which made me feel so yeah. lifted i think i i do not follow direction and i think they were looking for that booyah base dish in a, a soup, thing. a whole kind of thing. Yeah, everyone did that, and I did not. And I was like super proud of it. I just feel like I went out of the box, maybe too far out of the box. I feel like people here appreciate it, and that's what makes me unique, and that's what I bring, and I'm proud of that. It sucks that I was the first one off, but you know what? I I have grown so much from. This was taped a year ago. I'm going to start crying right now. You're a self-taught chef who's killing it here and then gets onto a national stage. 
It's wild. It was so special. Can I say what I had to say? Please. Okay, so they said, oh, do a Julia content. I have to look at my notes because. You had, like, like, in her voice, they want you to do her voice? Yes, and they were like, hello, and I didn't know what to do. (laughs) So Julia said, and this is me being dirty. Can we be dirty? You can be dirty. Come on. It's no FCC. We're on podcast. Okay, so. Hello, but I, I literally said they're as stiff as a cock, and they didn't put that on. I wonder why. They but also, she literally said that. They also made you because you are a dancer. You are you've a dance I'm instructor. So bummed they didn't do that. I was. They so had nervous. you dance with knives. I danced with knives. They said, "Hey, we have an idea. Would you dance with knives?" And then they would not put that in there after the Britney Spears thing. That is so funny. They, I dance with knives. There's no words. I didn't know what this was going to be like tonight, and the support, the text, the Instagram posts. Thank you guys. Like. It means, it really means the world. I How many times did I cry tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I cried a lot. I think your mom did too. My mom did too. Yeah. Eric might. A little bit? A little bit. Eric teared up a little. He's like, he, I remember one time he's like, I'm tearing up too. <laughs> it was, it was an experience. I don't think I'm done though. I've had a couple producers reach out. So give me my first like little. Dot, dot, dot. We don't know what's going on. In fact, Libby from Just Baked. Do you know Libby? Yes. She was on Chop too. I know. And she was like, me and Rachel need to talk on your podcast about this. I think that'd be so much fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. To come. Rachel, thank you for having us. Thank you for sharing this whole journey with us. And we can't wait to see what's next. Thank you. I love you, Adam. I'm so proud of you too. I love it. I love seeing all the attention. She is such a talented woman. Her and her husband, Eric, his beer, he is such a talented brewmaster. And to see them collabing with what they're going to be doing with the front room, early 24, I am just so excited to sit back and watch these two. Dynamic duo. Congrats to um, a wonderful job on Chop last night. I, gla- I love that she got a chance to explain everything because it probably wasn't easy to watch, to know that it goes down like that. And then like, oh, we got all going to watch it like it's a surprise. But she's a classy gal. Did a great job with it. All right, wrapping up today, I want to thank our friends at Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Original music on the pod performed by the one and only Dan Curcio Moonshiner Collective. What an appropriate song, huh? Follow me on your socials, Instagram at Adam on the Air, Facebook, Adam Montiel, easy to find. And make sure you check out adammontiel.com for the latest, including everything on our breaking and entering Christmas and more. Great place to reach out and stay connected, adamontiel.com. Maybe you have a business, a topical idea for the show, anything, let me know. Hit me up, adamontiel.com. Click on the Stay Connected tab. Thank you in advance for rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast, sharing it with a friend. Have a wonderful day. Stay tight. Peace. 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 Start again. Let's start again.